Ooh, that's right. We are live here on the NPC Incorporated Twitch channel. Uh, welcome to another installment of DM in the PM. Yeah, this is the show where I, uh, oh, I guess I should introduce myself. Uh, my name is Hobart Thompson, and I am the uh, DM uh, for the podcast. Uh, ple- uh, oh, that is a completely different show that I'm also on. Uh, the DM for the podcast, NPC Incorporated, uh, uh, formerly known as Destined Day Jobs. Uh, and uh, yes, I, I run our uh, our podcast campaign, which is an actual play, 5e camp, uh, D&D campaign, where we have mapped our uh, a lot of the rules that we like of the game onto the mon- our mundane realm. We are gearing up for campaign two of our show, which is going to be, uh, if you've heard of the previous installments of DM and the PM, set in a uh, night t- uh, a a, a, a Shipping facility in 1989 in a fantasy version of Chicago of our own design. So we have been doing these DM and the PMs so that we can get to know and honestly build alive our cast and uh, try to decide how they are going to be, uh, how we're going to be reflecting uh, the, our favorite rules of D&D in this mundane realm and uh, also just getting to know our characters a, a bunch. So uh, we have another uh, guest with us tonight. I'm sure you can see uh, her patiently waiting below me. Uh, let's go ahead and introduce <laughs> you. Hello, I'm Sadie Lancre and I'm Joining the show. What? That's all. That's all. No, Need that's, that's, I that's say perfect. More? Yeah, you did a good job. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Uh, Sadie is uh, Sadie is our, our newest cast member. Uh, we we are very excited to have her on board. Uh, you played with us uh, uh, not only in a, per, a personal D and D campaign that me and you have been part of for what three years now. Yeah, three or four. It feels like forever. <laughs> I know it has way. been a while. It really has, truly has been a while. Then. Yeah, I know. Seriously, no, no, we're we're not. We're we are far from done. <laughs> so we have a lot more adventure in that group. Uh, but we're starting another adventure out with this group. So Sadie is joining the cast. Uh, Sadie has done uh, in the as we have in the previous installments of DM and the PM employee evaluation. Uh, Sadie has already done a little bit of pre work off mic, uh, uh, deciding what uh, her race and class are going to be. But what we're doing in this episode is building her level one character to be in our new campaign. So do you want to go ahead and? give us the broad strokes of what you've decided yes i am going to be playing a classic combination tiefling warlock and yeah (laughs) i I am very excited i love i love tieflings and i love warlocks so this is uh, a good to good to to, to have yeah i know i know come on magical powers that all the nerd shit come on on. (laughs) two spell slots come on (laughs) Uh, so yeah, we're going to be building, yeah, we're going to be building a level one warlock and, uh, we have some very important work to do. Not important. This is a D and D podcast. Well, I'm, I'm underselling us, but I guess it's there. I've been this having, is my life's work, <laughs> <Albert>. <laughs> yeah, this is my magnum opus. Uh, uh, yeah, but anyway, uh, so we are building this character from the ground up. The only thing you have done is roll, right? And also written your character, yeah. little character bio. Uh, so uh, yes. I believe in the last two, we have started off with the character bio. So if you'd like to just read what you've written so far for your character, I, I uh, as uh, uh, people are probably going to become pretty clear as we go, the you know kind of key function that we're working on making mundane in this episode is going to be deciding on how we're going to present this character's warlock patron. So I understand that there is a gap in your story, but otherwise, if you'd like to share what you have written so far, 
go ahead. Yeah. The floor is yours. Let me bring up that very bright document. <laughs> okay. Um, and do I need to read the physical description as well? Or are we just doing, I'll try to just read the whole thing. If you just want to give like a cursory overview. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. So her name is Demetra Kubrick, which is a very cool name that I didn't, uh, it just came to me in a dream. I'm sorry. I won't do this the whole time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, tiefling warlock, the character text here I have for, um, childhood background, her parents, uh, living in a lower middle-class lifestyle in an industrial city in the fantasy Midwest. Uh, hope for a more prosperous future for their children, and they made sure to instill a drive for success and a commitment to exceptional results in Demetra, which has its pros and cons. On one hand, it's undeniable that Demetra gets results. On the other hand, her methods can be considered aggressive. <laughs> um, she has a fiercely competitive relationship with uh, her sibling, her older brother, uh, who's like more successful than her. He works in finance, um, also in Fantasy Chicago. That's a little element I put in there um, because her older brother was also affected similarly by their ambitious household. Um, and then she also has like a kind of burnout younger brother uh, who she feels protective of because he is not trying as hard. They all have like a, they have a pretty strong bond. Um, there's a little family drama in there, but that's just a little character spice I put in there. Um, after working her way through college, Demetra has her eyes on corporate success to show up her brother and to set the new standard for her family. Willing to do whatever it takes, she went as far as, and this is the, the big bracket, making a pact with the to-be-decided patron, <laughs> which she has to believe was the right decision, despite, in moments of what she calls weakness, questioning if it was worth it after all. As part of her grand plan to success, she started working at NBC Inc. Uh, after curtly leaving two similar jobs for not meeting her demands. <laughs> um, she considers leaving those jobs trading up because she has her sights set high and she sees a great opportunity for growth at NPC Inc. Um, Demetra can come off as intimidating thanks to her uh, resting witch face, conversational bluntness, and driven nature. But deep down underneath her cold exterior and past the chip on her shoulder, she has a big heart, though she guards that secret with ferocity so I wouldn't bring it up around her. Um, whether or not she's here to make friends, she's about to make friends. <laughs> oh, <Yay>. wow. <laughs> I like that a lot. This is very. I love her already. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I, I just uh, kind of like off the bat. I love the family drama stuff. We're certainly going to work with that a lot. Uh, and uh, also, I really like the idea that uh, you know, no, no, uh, no. Of course, no, no, no shade to our our other characters we've introduced so far. But you are definitely the character who I feel like is going to be taking this job the most seriously. Yes, she, you're the one. You're the one who needs job. this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I love that. It's a great character decision. It's going to make a you a fun element to the te uh, the team. And also, I, I'm really excited that uh, uh, in this, you're going to be our. Not, you know, I'm not going to reveal what Brandon is picking for our next episode, but uh, you're our only magic class. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to that we're you're gonna we're gonna be you're gonna be the focus of our discussion when it comes to talking about how magic is gonna function in this world. Um, um, I guess maybe that's a good place to start actually, and then we'll get into the 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 patron. So magic in this, I kind of have viewed two different ways. Uh, one is it's very much like a a pursuit of uh, the uh, 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 like a, a technology. 
like especially in our campaign one it was like a lot of like cell phones his spell books a lot of the connections made that way um where it was like the technological magic was the kind of source for that but when it came to stuff like we had uh, uh liz who played agnes our tiefling bard warlock uh, just a, a more bard than warlock but uh the way magic kind of functioned for agnes was kind of force of personality and the sort of inherent coolness of those uh two kind of archetypes the sort of you know uh, uh the warlock getting mixed up with dark forces and the bard just sort of existing on pure charisma uh and so i kind of feel like that is a probably a good place for us to start off with dimetra because i know well, one thing i i would very much like to keep us uh, uh going with like the kind of way that we've been playing this game in campaign one was that the tiefling uh was certainly kind of coded as a to give i i feel i've always feel like kind of compelled to give this explanation that in uh NPC incorporated we do not view the races of dnd as races like in uh, our human sense rather it's sort of the manifestation of your character's personality and the sort of way perhaps they view themselves in the world and the way we had that work for agnes who was also a tiefling was that this was the sort of impossibly cool kind of confident person just like someone who is like touched by this dark like mystery kind of thing we sort of coded a lot of tieflings and sort of like drow and stuff as being people who prefer the nightlife might have a certain a sort of punk or goth vibe and i think that especially considering this late 80s setting that we have chosen that should probably that that, that still functions very well I, I leave it up to you mm -hmm. whether or not demetra is uh uh, uh is, is goth or punk <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the two genders <laughs> that's right just kidding i would be lying if i said I, i'm not picturing her extremely cool so that is that's yes. in there <laughs> yeah um, well, but and, and so yeah. I think the thing also that makes that fun, which is a, was always a really fun thing to play with for Agnes, was that you're still a you know a human with inherent flaws, and also not a like level twenty human. You're a level one human. Uh, so mm -hmm. it's like you know Agnes looks on the surface to be really cool, but once you got to know Agnes, you saw that it was to a certain degree the act that Agnes put on. And I think that for Dimetra, that's certainly going to be the same case. And in a way, it's kind of like a double-edged sword where it's like, yeah, you're cool, but also people always assume you're cool. And right. there's some situations where that might not be positive. So yeah, so we'll see how Dimetra play, uh, uh, plays that. So um, uh, I guess we're ready to... Uh, 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 Liz is arguing that Agnes was super cool all the time. And I would say it was a, <laughs> uh, a good ratio of cool to not. <laughs> I mean, we all remember when Agnes, Agnes cool bullied like... the uh, hobgoblin with the bad haircut. <laughs> like, no, 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 they're cool, they're cool. Non-stop cool kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, uh okay so let us start off i think with just the basics i think that's a good place to start and we're, then we're gonna very quickly find our way into talking about this patron um so i have uh if we could please uh, uh, uh switch over to the screen view liz also give it up for liz getty who is actually not only in the chat talking with everybody Hi. but also running our tech tonight very appreciated uh so if we can get character information up i will start to talk about uh, let's start talking about the warlock 
Um, so the warlock, uh, you have already pre-rolled. Uh, your rolls are uh, fucking fantastic. Uh, you got a real yeah, high I one for charisma, one and the rest rolls. are not embarrassing. Uh, uh, did you already do the uh, the race bonuses for tiefling? Um, I so I when I started building um, Demetra, I was using D and D Beyond. We're not paying me um, to say that. Great mm -hmm. system, but I think that they added those things on already. Um, the stats I gave you were I actually don't I think they do. Me. I was looking at your page, okay. Okay, oh, yeah, so I don't oh, think I'm you actually, I think now. your stats it's might be about 20. To get okay, yeah, I'm seeing that, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, because I know you rolled, you rolled, and you got a fucking Yahtzee on that charisma roll. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then now you get a plus two. So yes, you're starting out this campaign yeah, with max charisma. Wow. I'm going to be using that for intimidation every chance I can. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's for. <laughs> Exactly. Your chance to uh, uh, to lie your ass off uh, or, or convince people yeah. or intimidate them. Your call. How you want to be? How a, you want to be give bad? Stare. Give them a cold look. Uh, <laughs> give 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 them that look. Uh, so uh, uh, we'll we'll switch over real quick to your um, uh, page here. Let me just do the switch. Sorry, I gotta change windows. I was not prepared for how clunky this might be. It's fine. We're chilling. We're chilling. Let's switch over. Well, let's find out. There we go. Uh, okay, so I put put your scores. Uh, I'll, let me go ahead and give this one a bump up to twenty. Wow! Damn, you love to see it. Messed up, honestly. Uh, okay. <laughs> So let's go ahead and get the uh, let's go ahead and get the other thing out of the way. So you have a plus two to Constitution. Uh, so that's going to put your uh, you get what a D ten for the hit dice for Warlock, correct? Yes, she said. Let me uh, let me switch back over. Sorry, I should have been ready for this. A D eight, D eight. So that means you're going to start off with for level one. Uh, you're going to start off with your your uh, your hit point high is going to be ten. Nice. Not not too bad. Not too bad at all. Uh, so I go ahead and put your saving throws. So you get like the saving throw for wisdom, the saving throw for charisma are your bonuses. And then uh, how did you, you, I know you brought up a background of growing up like since sort of like a working class family. How did you want that to appear as background? Yeah, that's that's something I am a little bit in the dark on because I have never played a warlock before, so I don't know if there's background limitations for classes. But for for our viewers, I don't know. There's how not. There's really not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me go bring up the list. You know enough. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah, take, take, let's, take, let's take a look at the backgrounds together. Okay, Let's start I'm bringing there. up a list so. of backgrounds here. Oh my god, there's so many of them! I know. I just like scrolled to a random one. Oh yes, I'm going to be a uh, mercenary veteran. <laughs> just kidding. I, I, I mean, um, there, there is a way we can actually make that work. Uh, uh, there's a couple different ones that I think would work well for what you how you've described Metra. 
Uh, but I think I think yeah. we're this going to be kind of like a, a a dual conversation we're having because I think uh, uh, part of it's going to be that this background is where you found this patron. Mm, like this okay. is the school you went to the job you had your first job like this is where we're starting to determine who the patron is so i want to let yeah i think this yeah i think probably that's the best way to say this is like this is going to be a dual conversation and also uh it, it is something we have to determine for warlock because what you get at level one you get your otherworldly patron and you get your packed magic so the gift that they have given you so those are the two things we need to determine as we go so let's 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 talk what are we thinking Okay, so I definitely don't want it to be like a hunky-dory relationship between <laughs> Demetra and the patron. I want that to have that tension where it's a little bit of that like, oh boy, I sold out in a bad way or like, oh, I have to have this tough business-like drive um, to meet these goals for this patron, but what am I leaving behind for that? Um, so I want there to be that inner struggle. And I was trying to think how that would translate to business office setting. Things like a career advisor who is like, ah, yes, you're the star pupil. We're going to make sure that you go far. Or like, oh, what else? Part of me also, like, this was not something that I'm going to choose, but I just want to throw it out as being really fun because uh, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts about uh, scams and uh, pyramid schemes. <laughs> and I was like, God, what if it's a Mary Kay lady? Um, but that is that is a great idea that somebody else should have. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I bought into this pyramid scheme. <laughs> it's, I, I actually really like love that the idea that your character is just trying to sell something. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that is pretty good. I do like that a lot. It's good, but I, um, I, I like it a lot too, but I just it doesn't feel right with this character and the rest of her background. <laughs> so I feel like if you're an to MLM me, person to and you're me, trying to succeed, I was going to say, the, the whole thing is being like really gregarious and like, like oh, we're all going to mm -hmm. have a Tupperware party, everyone get together. But I feel like her thing is more like, business is a job that is a sport and I'm going to win it. <laughs> You know, no, I 100% but... I, I agree with that. I, 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 as much as I really like that idea, it kind of was like, why would you give a shit about this job? It's like you view your life as a job, right? So, yeah, it, it wouldn't you wouldn't have any impetus to focus at this at this bullshit yeah. shipping job, <laughs> um, right? They also, I definitely uh, want there to be, a, I mean, a, an element of her being pulled to climb up the ladder so like this feels like an entry level part but with the influence of her patron she feels like okay well i'm gonna have to interview and get all the way up to the top of the and that's sort yeah. of the, like struggle of like but is that fulfilling or is she just leaving things that are better behind to kind of chase yeah no i i that? I love that a lot. That I love that 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 conflict between you and the patron. I think it's very good. Uh, I think we seem to find someone to pin it to. Uh, I personally right, exactly. think just uh, from what we've been discussing so far, maybe it's Mon Dad. Yeah. Push number. I mean, maybe you've been the, like the kids really hard. 
Yeah, you're the middle, and you're the middle one too. And then the first one is a success, and the last one's a disappointment. So the pressure is on you to keep their batting average for kid quality up. (laughs) Kid quality. (laughs) Oh boy. Yeah, I I think that would be my my really good kid quality. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think that that makes a lot of sense in terms of because I feel like the patron to be to be pushing her so far to like achieve and achieve and achieve like they'd have to be at least like either have to be separated from the reality of working there or else Mm -hmm. I'd be like that that makes thematic sense of like oh, well, I'm not even considering, like, the the friends you're making along the way or anything like that. Because <laughs> they're not in it. Yeah. So I like that a lot. Yeah, and, and they're demanding of you. Like, they want you to do things, which is ultimately kind of, I think, a key function of how this game mechanic is supposed to work for the Warlock, is it is an excuse mm. for me as DM to give you some, like, extra not like not like roadblocks but like occasionally your patron will tell you to do things it's like you have to decide whether or not you want to do them and if you don't do yeah. them you don't know exactly what the consequences will be you will mean losing your power or so i guess what we're saying now is that the kubrick family is one of great personality and <laughs> they expect a great deal and through what you've learned from your family you have like gained their power but at the same time, like they want something in return, and that is for you to impress them. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ooh, shit. Uh, cool. Well, considering that, uh, with our backgrounds, I'm going to do a little jump forward to backgrounds here. Nope. Sorry, everybody, for doing my way too much, way too, way too fast scrolling as always. So probably not sailor. <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, <laughs> Oh, wait, I didn't read all the paragraphs uh, about the boat, uh, uh, her houseboat. Oh There's no! <laughs> well, on the it. waterfront <laughs> with, with Dimitri Kubrick, <laughs> I could have been somebody <laughs> instead of a Lord tiefling, which is what I am. Uh, Sage, maybe you were like pushed into like higher education, or maybe you're like the the the. the I was going to say, she does have that element, but there's also this kind of, like, she put herself through school, like, working through school. I feel like there's that kind of, like, pull yourself up by your bootstraps kind of story that the her parents, patron, patronance, I try to make it one word and it's not going good, um, want her to do. And I feel like there's something kind of, like, gritty that could work in a background that doesn't quite gel with the like sage archetype certainly uh next one i was gonna just uh noble uh but maybe we kind of view noble a different way where instead of it being like royalty like just like the 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 kubrick family is proud and they have traditions and they kind of function like a noble house even though they're not particularly well-bred or rich yeah that that whole noble house that's like oh we've fallen from splendor but we want to rebuild ourselves but like put that in middle of nowhere Michigan or something mm. 
fantasy Michigan. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me a lot of my 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 when uh my grandfather uh, uh in North Carolina uh, uh uh he was like uh just worked at like the paper factory in our small town. Uh, but he was like a really charismatic guy and like everyone asked him about things all the time, but he never held like any office or any like union position in his union. It was just like, I don't know. People just like to know what he thought about things. So I kind of like imagine it's sort of like that way. Like (laughs) The the person that people talk to at a bar first, (laughs) like, Hey, there's there's Mr. Kubrick. I better go see what he's doing. You know? Like a, like you have like a is, legacy yeah. of popularity. <laughs> That's the, <laughs> the handed down legacy of the Kubricks is being likable. Oh my god! I and I love that. Let's look at the others. Especially look at the considering others. She, she. Well, for I will say like having the very successful older brother is sort of like oh we have this golden boy and we he comes back to visit everybody's like hey look who's here it's him um and then uh, Demetra trying to be like oh god I have to like get that for myself and elevate all. He's doing so much better than me. I'm competitive with him. I feel like that's that's exactly exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the fucking Game of Thrones going on in the background. Is you constantly jockeying for favorite kid? Uh, yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, Hermit does not feel right at all. Uh, a guild, kind of like a guild merchant. Like you're sort of like raised, I don't know, perhaps there's like a family business back home that someone stands to have a stake in or something or a family store or something. Well, that's just uh, or maybe if we do that one. <laughs> yeah, no, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's very much going to be. Uh, Guild Artisan is what that background's called. Um, mm. Also, my favorite picture in the entire player manual is yeah, this, this little guy right here. This little He's, guy. <laughs> Hats off to him. Uh, 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 folk hero, I feel like, also doesn't necessarily work. You're not quite rapscallion enough to pull that one off. Uh, yeah. uh, entertainer like... also doesn't feel right. No. Yeah. I mean, you criminal? could go with criminal. <laughs> I mean, criminal, criminal or charlatan. Uh, which are the next, I think, two criminal or charlatan? You know, it is is do you feel is Dimitri sin, is uh, sorry, uh, Dimetra sincere? Like, is this is this is 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 she the real deal or is this all bluster? I like to think yes. I like to think it's yes, and that she's like, why would I have to lie? I worked so hard, and like, I'm just gonna call it like I see it. And that kind of bluntness comes in where she's like, all right, I like well, I, I like a lot that. of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah, I, I also really like the choice to play like I, I think I my favorite thing in Dignity is playing competent characters. Like I want someone who, even if they're wrong, like doesn't just kind of like guess or fuck around. Like they're sort of like, we have to do this. Yeah. We're heroes, goddammit. <laughs> you know? Solve this problem. <laughs> yeah, at least try. Come on. Um okay, okay. What what any of them speaking to you? I think that's it. Uh oh, acolyte. If you want to be the sort of, you know, view the Kubrick family as uh, you speak speaking their legend far and wide, you know. Mm, I, I don't feel like it. Okay, there has fine. to be. Uh, okay, yeah, so, there's there's a little bit of a tinge of uh, really deep down in there, a little bit of resentment for like having this have to be her deal. So I feel like acolyte, you'd have to be all in, zealot. 
But yeah. That's 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100% agree. Uh, what do you think? I I kind of liked the noble just for like not not even because like obviously they're not coming from a wealthy background but just sort of like the family the like mm-hmm. you you need to go be successful so that you can buy us a house later like that kind of thing <laughs> um oh yeah, yeah. Like okay that. let's let's take a look at let's take a look at noble see what that gets you because that gets you some treats oh boy um where, my, <gasps> i forgot the alphabet uh, okay, so you're yeah you uh you have this uh this family this royal family that you are part of um uh you get uh, school proficiencies in history and very key for you persuasion. Ooh, I love it. Oh yeah, so I'm gonna mark these off on your sheet. Uh, okay, so those are the two that you get with this background. Uh, now let's talk about your uh let's talk about the other the other features here. Um, so you get tool proficiencies, one type of gaming set. What game are you good at? <laughs> it can be oh video God. games. I know you're about to make a gamer joke and it can be. No, this I wasn't about to make a gaming joke. No, listen, I'm not. Whatever. <laughs> I see that headset um, <laughs> and what's going on behind you. <laughs> listen, it's not, that's not, I, that's Hades. Um, but no, I like so like going back to the time that we're in family background. I wanted to be like some kind of like family card game. You know what I mean? Like something that you like oh. play at like a family reunion. It's like, oh well, the kids are all playing Uno over here at this table, <laughs> or like, God, there's I so love many. That. Yeah, I can't think of one. I will let Uno, you decide. But... Well, I'll, I'll let you decide that, and that is going to be. So we're going to say that you have a, uh, a a family game that you're extremely proficient in. Maybe that can be used. I don't know, trick a foe into you can hustle them or something. I don't know, but that is going to be so yeah. the family card game. Oh, I love that so much. It's love so good. It. Uh, okay, <laughs> next you get uh, a language, one of your choice. Uh, so language is the way they work in our game, which is, I think this is the first time we're really having this conversation, which is great. Languages are sort yeah. of analogous to certain ways of speech. Uh, so you as a tiefling naturally get abyssal and, um, uh, is it, or is it abyssal or infernal? Do you know? Ooh, let me check real quick. Infernal, Liz says. And Liz. Uh, okay. Oh, thank you, Liz. Uh, uh, so you get common. You, well, everyone gets common. I don't know why I'm making it sound like it's such a uh, wow. You get common. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, but you also get uh, uh, abyssal, which is sort of the language. The language of sort of that same sort of cool punk contingent. You know, uh, the way you would speak to yes. like a yeah yeah yeah. So someone who seems impossibly cool might talk to you in a way that people who are less cool wouldn't necessarily get the fucking slang and vibe. You know. Um, uh, so, uh, Abyssal, uh, next is one of your choice. What would you like? Infernal. Sorry, I'm so dumb. Thank you, Liz. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Abyssal is the bad one. Infernal's the cool devil one. I love the cool devil. Um, but are those the only ones that have, like, maps onto them right now, language-wise? A or, lot of them have maps onto them, and if you'd like to like ask me about one that I have in my records, I will tell you what it stands for, and you can decide if you want it. 
Wait, so I should let I, me list them off. Uh, How about this? So, uh, yeah, list them off because I was just gonna like go for it, but I want I want to hear the list because I feel like there's yeah, yeah. There's so, some, like, uh, so sort of uh, yeah. Uh, so like uh, orcish came to stand for in our game as like a sort of uh, 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 you know broy kind of frat sorority like uh, studied mm-hmm. but ambitious business culture types. Um, uh, uh, Goblin came to stand for like really hardworking middle management kind of like almost like a military vibe type, uh, or like uh, people who are just like way too into their the pettiness of their jobs, the sort of uh, uh, just you know corporate assholes. Uh, a giant is like some mm-hmm. sort of like uh, old school business speak, like the way that only like certain businessmen would know how to talk to each other to skip past the bullshit and get to the deals. Uh, Elvish, uh, it's in to stand in for like tech tech lingo, kind of a lot of you know magic was kind of a co- you know the way that like uh, people who were in the know about technology would talk to each other. Uh, Draconic is like something like a, a language of power known by perhaps just those at the top rungs of society. Society. Um, uh, halfling is sort of just like stoner slang, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, uh, any, any of these strike your fancy? I'm kind of running out of my mental list. I'm I'm already liking goblin just because when you said pettiness of the job, I feel like in in the in the way with Demetra's like work history of like being petty with the job and being like, okay, well, I'm gonna like try to maneuver my way to to get the position and salary i deserve at this job like i feel like she would know that not guaranteeing that she's going to do that here and ruin everyone's vibes (laughs) i'm gonna put down goblin on the sheet for now but uh, let's say also i mean you might pick a patron that might inspire a different choice we don't know so uh we're gonna get that soon Uh, but for now we're just gonna do that just so we can uh, move past that uh this Uh, so next is um equipment uh you're so you're gonna have nice clothes uh and uh, the most important thing is uh you arrive unlike a lot of our other teammates with 25 gold on your person because mommy and daddy gave you a little bit of money now here's where that might be i don't know i don't think they gave them the money i feel like she has been fucking scrimping for that money you know what i mean oh okay i think there's there's this yeah there's this whole like well everyone here now when i say money i mean like i mean 25 bucks 25 bucks Okay, then yeah, that, she got that at her her last job. She like took it and left. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay. So, I love so you it. have your yeah. So you're maybe a little yeah. You you definitely have that. Uh, uh, also, just make a note of this on your sheet. I love that so much. Uh, uh, that um, uh, uh, <laughs> you have a feature called position of privilege. So uh, uh, people are inclined to think the best of you. Like, like, uh, at work and whatnot, everyone's going to look at Demetra and be like, there's a hard worker. Yeah, she's great. You can rely on the old Demetra. Uh, kind of immediately. You'll sort of have to disprove that. Um, uh, and especially people under you will come to, uh, kind of, uh, uh, to seek to, uh, uh, help you. Like, you know, like they'll, they mm-hmm. will, according to this, uh, uh, make every effort to accommodate you and help you avoid displeasure, uh, as, uh, you, uh, they might, you know, uh, you can secure, you can also secure audiences with people who are similarly noble. 
So, you know, maybe you can make the call to like go and see the boss man, make your case for why you need more money, you know, in a way that, you know, a Quinn or, yeah. or June would be turned away. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hell yeah. Uh, that rules. Uh, okay. Yeah. So the rest of that, we're just going to leave. I'll let you kind of uh, work in uh, the sort of uh, way that you want to view the Kubrick clan and how they have influenced you and how they guide your hand even now. Uh, uh, let's talk. Let's do it. It's paper. Actually, no, I guess oh, we should do the rest of them. I'm just, I, I want to do it so bad. But let's, let's, let's take a look at the rest of the Warlock <laughs> stuff real quick. <laughs> um, okay. So you need you to pick like two Warlocks? more. Uh, two more. Uh... No, I, I just, I just want to get to the patrons. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so you, uh, you get to uh, pick two skills uh, to have advantage on, or not advantage, proficiency on. Arcana, Deception, History, which I believe you already have. Investigation. I already have that, yeah. Uh, intimidation. Nature and religion. Okay. I definitely want to go with intimidation. Because I feel like that is her bread okay. and butter. For number two, that also, one I think there's a little bit more way. I already have history. I... I'm leaning towards investigation. Like I'm asking questions and I'm looking into things. I'm going to get to the bottom of this and cut through the, the BS. That's not bad at all. It's a good way to do it. Uh, I also want to see if we missed anything that comes with the tiefling too. Uh, but it doesn't look like uh, uh, oh, resistance to fire damage, which is pretty rad. Um, nice. No, they uh, can't cool. fire me. Uh, you also get two spells. <laughs> Uh, it's not exactly Yay. how it works, but it'll definitely come in handy. <laughs> uh, okay, let's go to uh, okay, so intimidation or investigation and intimidation. The big eyes. Yes. Uh, okay. Big eyes. Yeah, with with when um, this goes into a podcast uh, form, that joke will be lost. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, okay. So I'm, I'm pleased with all that. Good job. That's that's wonderful. Uh, let's go ahead and jump now to our uh, what other things we need to grab here for you. So we have your uh, hit points. Uh, oh, I, I do think we should talk patron before we start talking equipment. So let's talk about your patron. Yeah. So there's a number of ones that come with uh, uh, that 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 are available options to you here in D and D. It built into the main player manual. We have the archfey. You want like kind of like a fey court, like a sort of otherworldly pre-elven magical kind of vibe. There is infernal. If you want like a devil patron, um, if you want uh, the old ones, like a kind of Cthulhu sort of mythos kind of vibe. Uh, and then I also have uh, the sort of expansion books for D and D. I have Xanathar's, which has Hexblade in it. Um, uh, which is like, if you want to really focus on combat, that's a good one to take. Um, then there's also in here, I believe there is no he Hexblade. I want to also. So uh, uh, Hexblade is actually uh, is or so Hexblade is one of the patrons. The other one is Celestial. If you want some a more kind of like a, the angel version of the traditional devil pact. Um and the then I have the new TNT book, uh, Tasha's uh, Guide to Everything. And here there's some really, I like these a lot. 
There is the fathomless. If you want like a something from deep in the sea draws power to you. I know it doesn't really match your parent vibe. <laughs> your parents are big boaters. <laughs> uh, and then there is my parents the genie. Are <laughs> Mom and dad are fish. Don't know what to do. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, the last one is a uh, uh, the last one is the genie, like uh, a mm. a elemental magic uh, that can grant wishes, gives you your power. So, what are Ma and Pa Kubrick to you? Much to think about. Um... Hmm. <laughs> and that the patron that you choose that affects some of the like types of magic that you do right yeah 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 that's kind of a uh that's going to be sort of like a a, a main function of your character like as like your subclass yeah. like yeah so uh and also the the pack that you pick is going to determine that too and we're going to do that next so hmm, okay um ooh, i mean Obviously, I'm drawn to the devil because that's just part of who I am as a person. Um, but I'm also interested in learning a bit more about the Hexblade just because that is one I hadn't really considered that much. But then there is a lot of melee combat probably in the day-to-day, is there not? Uh, there will be. There, I mean, well, not yeah. like, I mean, like, not all the time. You don't have to solve all your problems by arguing, but it's certainly an option that you have. <laughs> uh, and also, if you have any questions about like what some of these features do, especially the ones you don't have the manuals for and on your person, I can give you some like uh, examples mm. of things you'll be able to do later on, you know. Uh, like for example, yeah. um, later on as the Archfey, uh, you uh, uh, learn to uh, kind of possess people in front of you. Like uh, you can make a throw to make everyone like in a 10 foot area around you either become frightened of you or charmed by you. Uh, you can do oh. some light teleportation that will view as like you're kind of like hard to pin down in an argument. Like you're sort of like very easily sort of like, what were you saying? And you're like, oh shit, was I arguing with her? <laughs> you know? And then uh, uh, so that's going uh, for fiend. For fiend, you get to just be mean and nasty. It's a lot of it is like doing like uh, pretty pretty hard uh, uh, damage, fire damage in particular to people. Uh, you gain back life through hurting people. <laughs> sometimes uh, that's one of your options. Um, and uh, uh, great old one is kind of like a, if you want to get like creepy, like if you want to be like a, a sort of a, a look into your eyes like a uh, 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 Demetri- uh, Demetra I keep calling you Demetra Demetra can like see it's way okay. into your shit and know what you're about you know like uh, yeah you're, you were the abyss that if you gaze too long into for celestial it's sort of like uh, if you want to do a little uh, healing along the way uh, be a little more of a helper no yeah, way. Yeah, no, I figure that goes to shit. Doesn't sound like uh, Demetra. <laughs> um, uh, Hexblade no. is certainly kind of like, yeah, like you're sort of like a, a magical dark warrior, which we wouldn't say is like a, you're able to kind of draw upon the energy of your family to kind of uh, be even more powerful in our on our in our uh, argumentative combat. Um, and then, yeah, I truly can't figure out a way to really make the undersea one work for you particularly well. <laughs> no, yeah, that one doesn't make sense. Um, I feel like the the angels. The, and the undersea are particularly like no, that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, cross those. Uh, and yeah. then the uh, um, uh, uh, 
the uh the genie one would be like uh i think mimi leaning a little more into like the like a kind of a a spoiled demetra like a demetra who can kind of like call upon mm. mom and dad whenever she wants to like get her way uh to gain assistance you would you would uh you would gain a family artifact that you would later be able to use to like hide inside uh in a metaphorical way like uh um yeah Demetra goes and sits in her car in the parking lot, kind of stuff, you know? <laughs> <laughs> puts in her cassette tape that's like songs that are loud so people can't hear you cry. Uh, she just blasts. Yeah. <laughs> I love that mixtape. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, so what we, we It's great. Think? No. I, I'm, I think I'm s- still kind of between Fiend and uh, Hexblade. And I know more about the Fiend than I do about so I'll tell I'll explain my thinking for the first. It's just that I feel like her tough exterior and her sort of like straight to the point like bluntness and that drive is like I feel like that works good in terms of like oh we're just doing we're just doing damage if we need to if something's in our way we gotta just deal that damage. Um, and I like that in terms of the conflict and that's sort of like i don't know i feel like pushing pushing your kids to to succeed your dreams is a little bit devilish you know yeah Um, no i love that i just is the hex blade a sword this is where I'm at with this hex blade. I'm like, so okay, let me read you a little bit of the hex blade. Just so you're clear. Yeah, read me this hex blade. So it, rather than being like kind of like devil, like the hex blade thing is like a sort of cursed sword, like with like kind of like death power. So you get like the ability to kind of like curse people so they take extra damage. Um, uh, just like really give them the fucking uh, uh, the, the wrath of Demetra. Uh, it kind of boosts damage. Um, uh, you can, Ooh, this actually might be Demetra's alley. Uh, um, at, at level six, you'll be able to, if you defeat someone with your sword, then summon and bind their ghost to you. <laughs> so like, basically you talk someone down so much that you like break their spirit. And now they're kind of briefly yours to command. <laughs> God. <laughs> I mean, this is a dark dimension. would be like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah, no, absolutely. She's a much more of a of a aggressive person than me. <laughs> um, hmm. the the only thing that would well, I mean, we're talking about cursed swords because I have a little cheat sheet of. Some of the mm. stuff I learned from when I caught part of the other DM and the PM um, with the what kinds of damage did what. Um, I feel like mm-hmm. it would have the slashing damage being the dealing boredom, I think doesn't fit. Because I feel like she's going to be going aggro. She's Maybe it's like a doing a thing. Right? It's Maybe similar. it's like uh, you give like a kind of like a oh, rapier. I I, yeah. Like... yeah. Rapier. And you're just sort of. <laughs> I don't know. Aha! <laughs> My That's name a... is Demetra Kubrick. You pissed me off in the office. <laughs> Prepare to get told off. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, okay, I love that. I love that. It's so if you would like the hex to, to I... manifest this, this is. I'm still. 
I'm still kind of leaning towards the feet, though. <laughs> I like that's totally fine. That's totally fine. Like shooting from the hip, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I like, I like, so yeah. That- the the devilry of it all i totally get that i mean the nice thing is even if you pick uh for warlock they kind of added hexblade i think almost to reward the people who are really into this next feature which is when you pick your pact you get to choose from a series of objects and benefits that will aid your character and one of those is the pact of the blade so you can do pact of the blade without doing hexblade you're not going to have ultimate magic sword, but you'll still have a magic sword. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but also your call, because you could also choose, there's a, let's talk about the packs too. Maybe this will help you make this, this decision. So there's a pact yeah. of the, uh, pact of the chain, which is you get a pet pact of the tome, which means you get a book, uh, a pact of the blade, which gives you the sword. Uh, and then uh, in the new book, uh, Tasha's, they added pact of the medallion and the medal talisman, sorry, talisman, which gives you a magic, uh, amulet that, uh, benefits you. Ooh. These all sound fucking good. And then, yeah, they didn't add any, they didn't, they didn't add any <laughs> packs in those Anathar's ones, so. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at pictures. Of it's up to you because I mean, you could, you could, you could. If you want to be an upfront fighter, you could go with the pact of the blade. If you want to like get back a little bit, you could be the pact of the book or pact of the medallion, uh, talisman. I just like calling it a medallion. <laughs> and then uh, pact it's of the like animal. If you want to do pact of the chain animal. pact, you, you're welcome to. <laughs> well, to design mm. a okay, pet wait, for Demetra, so the... that's the case. Oh my god. I feel like I feel like she wouldn't have a <laughs> I wanna hmm I'm like really between So wait, what's the advantage of like having packed of the book? Cause that's just a book, right? What is that? Um uh, the book <laughs> the book the you book? can add spells to kind of like in a wizard way. Um, so oh. the, the pact of the, the, uh, the pact of the oh, tome, which is called, uh, your patron gives you a grimoire called the book of shadows. Uh, you choose three cantrips from any spell class. Uh, so you get to just pick random th- three spells that you want to have. No, no, uh, no, no matter what. Um, uh, and, uh, if you, the book can't be taken from you. Uh, if you do, you can do a one hour ceremony to get back. And, uh, there's some benefits you can get to it when you get your later powers too. Gotcha. So if you want to okay. if you want to focus on spells, that's the one to pick. I want that sword. <laughs> I I, I completely understand. Sense, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it does make sense. Yeah, it totally I think makes sense. Uh, makes and fun. then. So, okay, so pack to the blade it is, and then for your patron, are you going to go fiend? Yeah, I'm going fiend. Watch Hell out! Yeah. I do just just to just to make sure that you're just going and make you know informed. I do want you to know the last pact one, which is the pact of the talisman. Uh, the pact of the talisman. Um, mm-hmm. Your patron gives you an amulet, a talisman that can aid you when the need is great. Uh, when you fail an ability check, you can add a d4 to the roll, potentially turning it to a success. So it's like to get rid of options of failure. Wait. 
Give me a second. Vamp, vamp, Hobert. Quick, I'm reskilling. Oh no, I mean it's, it's a tough decision for sure. I mean, I, I 100% get the blade thing. If, if, if I just went, there's there's four options, so that you should know them all. Okay. So I no. I like that the talisman, and I like in its simplicity. You know what I mean? Like I like having that just be like, yeah. oh, I have a go-to. You know. You know what we say. You know we say keep it simple. <laughs> um, what do you think, Hobart? Well, I honestly depends to me on how you want to, uh, to how you want to play Demetra. Like, if you're looking to like get up there in people's faces and be nasty, like uh, the Pact of the Blade is what you should do. If you'd like to like hang back and be like the snarky one that like you know shoots in a lot of damage, but doesn't necessarily get her hands too dirty. That's it. Probably the. I mean, the, the Pact of the Talisman is it's 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 kind of like a little silly. Uh, I played one warlock that had it, and it came in handy sometimes. You know, a D four. It's kind of like uh, you know, <laughs> I, you know, we play we play in a campaign together where uh, I play a cleric, and we know how I constantly am trying to give people guidance on ability checks. It's that, yeah, for personal use. Oh. <laughs> Your oh, own I, personal okay. cleric. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who truly cares. Someone who's there. Yeah, I I like that. I think that that is gonna make especially the aspect of looking out looking out for myself. Demetra's looking out for Demetra in those cases. Like that's what that's what her patron wants her to do. Like fuck everyone else. But I think that thematic. See, I I actually as much as I really would like you to be a pack of the as much as I'd like you to be a pack of the blade warlock, I totally agree with that. Where I feel like Demetra should for sure be yeah. standing back there, participating in the battle, throwing out insults and stuff. But at the same time, if things started to go south, I don't think Demetra would be in the front. <laughs> I think Demetra would be in the place where Demetra could leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like think that, it, that that like, not like in like at a least, cowardly at least way, but like in a like a character. Yeah, no form, folks. <laughs> absolutely most likely most likely to betray everyone i think should be demetra <laughs> no <laughs> we, we're just sort of like you're sort of like uh, like they're in a bit they're in a big fight with like this the boss and uh, they're like what do you think demetra and like demetra's fucking gone <laughs> <laughs> you the see her across the street she's in starbucks she's like on the phone <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, all right, so you're gonna get okay. So, pack to the talisman. You have your magic talisman. Yeah, let's talisman it up. Uh, yes. Also, at a certain point, you can get in. Well, so we're gonna talk invocations later because uh, your character gets invocations uh, starting at level two. Uh, uh, but there's ways, as someone who's played this class, that you can like kind of uh, do some kind of funky, cool things with it. Like uh, uh, if you hit someone while wearing, if someone hits you while wearing, the, you're wearing your talisman, you can like knock them back. Like it has like a light shielding property oh, to okay. it. And then most cool of all, much later down the line, you can put your talisman, give it to someone. And at a moment's notice, you can summon them to you or you to them, no matter where you are. Oh, that's cool. So it becomes ultimate friendship locket eventually. It starts out. Yes. I, this, this, 
We'll get you there. Uh, okay, so you can determine what the talisman looks like uh, before we start playing uh, and determine its origin and who gave it to you. And then so we're going with uh, the fiend for the, the your pact. Hell yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah. Well, then we should uh, we'll, uh, also send that to, to fill in your backstory, which I'll let you kind of do on your own time. Think about it a little bit. Uh, we'll determine what it is exactly that makes the Kubrick family so devilishly cool. Why are they so magnetic? <laughs> Was it a deal they made at some point? Are they former musicians or some other cool, you know, what's their, what's their fucking deal? And why does everyone want to impress them so much? Yeah. Hmm. Including you. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we're going to, we're, we're definitely have a lot of fun too, because I like to imagine that Ma Kubrick and Pa Kubrick have very different personalities, except for when it comes to this one sphere, which is making our daughter the best. You know, so we think we should take us time to think about that. We're going to really nail down the personality of these, uh, you know, uh, 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 difficult parents, uh, hell, helicopter yes. parents, right? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Took a second, but it got That's there. <laughs> I'm blaming that uh, on Okay, okay, on okay. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 yeah, it, but sure. It's a, it was a thinker. I know. Was it a thinker or a stinker? You never know. <laughs> no, I have lag. It was my computer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think we're good. So you are now uh, uh, Demetra Kubrick. The level one uh, fiendish pact of the talisman uh, warlock. Uh, let's gear you out. Uh, so as warlock, you get the option of. Back up to light armor, simple weapons, tools, none. <laughs> you get so, nothing. You get well. Technically, you actually get gaming proficiency, so you do have that. <laughs> Hello, gamers. Um. <laughs> Hello, gamers. It's me, Demetri, here with another speed through a card game. I know. <laughs> yeah, I play Uno uh, so okay. fast. No, no skips. Um. I play Uno so fast. Uh, okay, so <laughs> uh, let's look at. I guess let's look at armor since it comes first in our uh, gear. Uh, so go ahead and, uh, go ahead and pick from light armor. What do you want? Uh, uh, I guess we should actually look at the starting stuff, shouldn't we? Um, so for starting equipment, it says you get leather armor. Man, was just say yes or no. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, you're starting out, so you're not going to start right. with the best kind of gear. Um, yeah. So leather armor. I mean, uh, go leather, ahead and make a note armor. on your sheet, and I'll All make right. a note here on the. Uh, so you get to uh, eleven plus your dexterity modifier. And you're gonna. How do you think this? Uh, how do you think? Whoop, how do you think that this manifests in our game? I like to. So, this was the the physical description. I didn't read out loud, but I should have. But I was going to be like whether she's in a like warehouse floor appropriate t-shirt and jeans or like she's dressed in a more like oh my blouse and my my slacks for a business meeting either way she's got like she'll accessorize with like a long line blazer with the big shoulder pads those are in at this time in fashion 
So I okay. like the idea of that. Like you can dress it up, you can dress it down. It's the that. blazer. It it commands respect. Um. So kind of that's the that is that, so that feels like an armor, good. the protective blazer. <laughs> All right. So the fashionable uh uh the 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 fashionable armor that you wear, the fashionable uh, uh suit jacket blazer, uh nets you an armor class of twelve with your dexterity modifier. Sweet. Yeah. And there'll be ways to boost that as you go and get, get a nicer blazer, but uh, that's what you're going to start with. Um, your initiative is plus one. Awesome. And your speed is 30. Uh, your proficiency bonus is currently plus two. And we already did your hit points. Got that all set. Uh, so let's talk weapons. You, yeah, you, you wear the armor of... Uh, just your pure confidence and this fucking incredible ass blazer. I imagine it's like I just I don't know why my mind immediately <laughs> went to the episode of uh, 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 the Simpsons where Marge finds the Coco Chanel uh, dress blazer combo oh my that God, she wears yes. to everything. Absolutely. <laughs> like you said, it's like one nice jacket you wear everywhere, <laughs> and it works. It works with everything. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it does. It really does suit it. Uh, okay, so what do you see you using as weapon? Like, what do you see your weapon? Like, if you make weapon attacks, like, clearly you're going to be using magic, which is going to, once again, kind of be a manifestation mm -hmm. of the force of your personality. Uh, what do you see yourself wielding for your physical weapon? Uh, I, I have told everyone else that they can kind of choose from whatever's appropriate for their character. Uh, you come with, it looks like, a any simple weapon and daggers. Yes. Okay. Definitely see myself uh, but you're using also... that. The daggers, but um, what were you going to say, Hobart? I do apologize. I am experiencing oh, lag, like, and it's going to be okay. <laughs> oh, no, I know. It's been weird. It's been a little bit of lag tonight. I don't know why. Um, we're we're I think literally less than a I'll mile apart. It <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, because we're less than a mile apart. <laughs> I can start running and get to your house before it got weird. <laughs> uh, on the stream, I mean. Uh, uh, it would be weird because right. I would show up completely out of breath and soaked with sweat because I'm not in great shape. Uh, but, uh, let's see. So we have... Uh, uh, so, so you can have any simple melee weapon of your choice. There's club, dagger, great club, great hand axe, javelin, uh, light hammer. <laughs> I imagine just like that one scene in Old Boy in the hallway. Um, uh, mace, quarterstaff, sickle, spear, and punches. I have to laugh at punches as a, as a weapon. I think that's no, I know. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, recommend punches. It's not great. No, I don't think that's appropriate for the workplace. Um, <laughs> well, it's all metaphorical. I, I, <laughs> No, of course, of course. But um, I do think that something that's like blunt bludgeoning damage, because that's that's that goes to embarrassment, right? Into how it manifests in the. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like yeah. she so, just so, say so, something so just that the would just basic be like, types. didn't you wet your pants at the Christmas party? That was awful. Um, and that person would die. <laughs> 
I, I like that too because I think a lot of what your character is going to be doing is kind of like you know, especially since you kind of like really want to do magic damage, and especially since you did infernal, you're going to be doing kind of like burn damage. So like you have the capacity to be very cutting and witty, but I think if someone really got in your face, which is when you would use your weapon, you have to rely on being a little less, <laughs> a little less clever. You know, that's yes, when, yeah, <laughs> no okay. tack. That's when you make fun tack. of piss pants, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Just. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, so, would you thony. like a club? Come on. <laughs> oh, he's pissing his pants over here. Uh, so, would you like a mace, <laughs> club, or a quarter staff in that spirit? Give me the mace. Okay. Mace yeah, 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 yeah. You, you've. You've got some like fucking just tightly wound opinions that you've held and that you're ready to just like, you know, if some if it, if it, if it happens, you're just gonna be like, hey, you know what? Fuck you. And there's like, damn, Demetra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so go ahead and put down that you have a uh, uh, a mace. Um, and we need to come up with a clever name for it. We, we've been calling quarterstaff blunt comment. Uh, uh, what we call this blunt retort? Because I think it's a little more aggressive <laughs> when Ooh. you... I like that. Yeah, I like when, when you use this. Quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, keep putting the way the window. I apologize to everyone's trying to watch. Um, uh, so we're going to put that in your equipment. So leather armor. Oh, and mace. Okay, cool. So you'll get a little bit of, well, we can calculate that. And it's not really kind of being going to be your strong suit anyway. Uh, let's talk actually about, right. so that is pretty much, well, actually, no, it's not it for equipment. You get a couple more things. So you can kind of talk about your kind of basic stuff, like the gold you're getting and stuff like that. We're going to make sure we have all that squared away, but I don't want to particularly waste time on this live stream, really going over that stuff. Um, <laughs> so instead, let's just talk about the more important things, which are, um, I guess, let's see, which one do I want to do first? Uh, okay, here I want to do this one first. So, your character as a warlock casts through a spell casting focus rather than components. Um, so like a sort of magic mm -hmm. wand, or I don't know, a talisman. Um, what does the talisman? Oh, hey. What is it? What is the talisman? Yeah, this the, oh, we need to, let's, let's pin that down because that's going to be something that's going to be pretty key. Like, uh, you know, I'm not saying like it's not going to be. I'm not, this isn't like a hint spoiler alert kind of thing, but if you were to part with your talisman, you would find yourself at a disadvantage. So if someone took it from you or stole it, so it needs to be something that is mm. meaningful to the character. So what, what exactly is it? So I'm thinking that if it's something that, you know, pa the patron is the parents, so it's got to be something that mm -hmm. really ties her back to home. I almost want it to be like, Oh, it's it's her spare key to her parents' house. It's like her this the family house key that she was given and like the keychain on it that like says their name or something. You know what I mean? Something that you could have on your key. Or is that I like that a lot. That's nice. That's very cool. Okay, so your pact of the talisman talisman is going to be your family's house key. Ooh, that's so good, Sadie. Yeah. Who's gonna get in trouble if oh, she Oh man, I'm so it. I'm so glad I don't currently have the character sheet window up because I am spelling talisman like a madman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like that you had I'm this sure. one sort of uh, 
<laughs> you have this one characteristic that is very much like a sort of nerd characteristic, I feel like, which is like, I'm just imagining now that you're like one of those kids in college who always wears their keys on a lanyard <laughs> around their neck. Like that first oh year God. of college. It's like, it's like the, I imagine this is like the one sign of immaturity from Demetra. Where it's like the rest of the yeah. time, like she seems so put together, but at the same time, she always wears, I'm like, not even like a nice chain, I imagine. Like it's like a normal chain, like a, that her fucking family home's key. It's just something kind of, a, yeah, I like that about her a lot. Uh, how do you imagine Demetra is? Yeah, that's I was cool. Just Wait, how, how old do you, is that what you said? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yes. Oh my God. This is, I can't believe I missed this exact part. You don't have to make um, that right now. She's she's got to be like, tw- I would say like twenty five, because I feel like at that point you don't realize that uh, friendship is more important than your career. <laughs> Speaking from experience, yeah. I think I feel like that's going to be interesting because that's I, you know not to give away too much about what other people have picked, especially Brandon, who's not gone yet. But I think it's going to be interesting because it's also going to kind of put your character as the middle child of this group too where it's like Ooh. i think quinn will be the youngest and then you june and then i don't know some other characters i don't know uh, <laughs> at this point i've totally given away <laughs> but, uh, um, no i don't know uh, uh i don't know nothing uh so okay i love that a lot that's such a cool <laughs> way to do that okay so great that's your spell casting focus which will be uh, very important for your warlock to have upon them uh and uh uh you can choose your pack uh, the packs are kind of less important to me uh so to complete our uh our equipment by uh go ahead and roll me a d100 oh i don't own one of those yet <laughs> you roll roll me a d10 twice god sorry first no, it's all right. It's all right. First time you roll it, that's going to be the first digit. And second time will be the second digit. Okay. And and here we go. This is the big peel back the curtain. This is this is where I'm at with geometry. Which shape is the D10? Because I can't read any of these goddamn numbers. <laughs> it is this one. It's this one. one. It's, it's the one that's kind of like a... Nope. nope. That's that's four. <laughs> it's the very. Uh, it's the one kind of has like it's like a diamond, but with a more faces. That's the eight. That's the eight. Almost yeah. there. Fuck. <laughs> no, it's this. So look, look, look what I'm showing you. It's the it's one, the one that's obviously like, the hundred because oh, yeah, it has the zeros on it. I'm yeah. so smart. I'm so smart, it's and okay. I'm gonna it's somehow totally blame this it's on okay. the lag. Blame it. This was the lag's fault that I didn't remember how to read. Uh, <laughs> okay. Damn. You want me to roll it, it it's twice? It's the lag's fault. Right? I'm 100 with you. <laughs> uh, so roll. Yeah, tell me what it is the first time. Okay, I just rolled an 80 for the first one. Okay. And the 20 for the second one. So we're gonna call that 82. Okay. Uh, so with an 82, what your character receives from the trinket table. Uh, uh, you have a, a, a pot and not, uh, they don't carry it with you, but you have it at your apartment. It is a blueprint mm-hmm. for a lake house. The Kubrick family will one day construct. 
and everyone got them for their Ooh. like a, as a gift one year and also as sort of an agreement that the entire family would work together to make this dream come true and it hangs in a place of great prominence in your home that is so cool i love that yeah there you go uh, okay <laughs> So I think that is it for gear. I think we're all good on that stuff. Uh, so this is it. I mean, you 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 have uh, you have uh, you have pretty much a uh, let's take a look at the level one features. So you're going to get invocations. So me and you can talk about those off mic uh, and get those uh, get those picked out for you, and then also get your spells picked out. So you're going to start off knowing two cantrips, the spells you can cast whenever you want. Uh, Sadie, by the way, prim primarily plays a fighter in our campaign. So this is new ground for you. Um, and then you also yes. get two <laughs> spells. So you get two spells plus the ones that you're given by your pact, uh, which I don't know if you get access to. Till oh, yes, you do. So you have two bells, which are uh, burning hands and command. Oh, command is so fucking good, Sadie. Damn. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. is gonna come in so handy for you and then burning hands is like a group fire spell if you can just like roast roast the whole crew kind of thing uh and then you get to pick two from the <laughs> warlock list in the back of the book uh and then you get to pick two cantrips uh you absolutely have to pick eldritch blast or you'll be the most worthless warlock ever now, obviously uh, i will be blasting you need that yes and we'll talk about those so, so like those are going to manifest as just like kind of like very similar because they like they do force damage which in our world is kind of like analogous to like a magical version of the bluntness uh so it's just sort of like you sort of standing in the back just like pointing out someone's flaws just like really giving it to them in a way that's very embarrassing uh and then uh, uh burning Hell, is of yeah. course just like you're yeah i mean you're roasting them for and it's kind of a corny joke but that's the the world we've created in our campaign so you know um uh so you'll start off with that, <laughs> that uh, then you can perfect. choose your eldritch invocations uh, i do want to talk about calculating your spell save dc since you're our only magic character uh so your spell save dc it's going to be, and so this is what is happens when you cast like a spell at command, which tries to like seize the mind of someone. So it is eight mm. plus your proficiency bonus, two plus your modifier, the whopping five. So you're going to start out with a 15 that people have to beat in order to not succumb to your spells. It's pretty tight. I, I I honestly thought when no. you sent me the stats here that you already added the tiefling thing. I was so impressed when I when I saw your roll twenty no, thing and saw those sixes lined up. I was like, God damn! <laughs> you really rolled three sixes. Mama Fuck Mia, hell yeah! I created a monster. <laughs> you might have. You might have. I mean, I wouldn't say you're that you're tough in other ways. And don't worry, there there are going to be characters who can uh, undo a spellcaster class, but. Uh, uh, you're gonna be pretty tough to start oh, with, yeah. and then your uh, like a, your attack bonus, like the spell attack. Uh, so like when you go to shoot like a Eldritch Blast or you know fire a fireball or any of those things. No, fireball is actually a terrible example because that's not a, that's a save. Uh, but the Eldritch Blast is going to be plus five. Oh, no, plus your proficiency, so plus seven. Holy shit! <laughs> Damn, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, you're you're uh, you're gonna be you're gonna be the cannon for sure. Just don't get hit, I don't Love think. It. Because you have a AC of 12 and 10 hit points. So. Glass, glass cannon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to be very much be the point of uh, Demetra to roast people without ever getting roasted back. <laughs> yes. 
that isn't that all of our goals you know <laughs> typical bully really <laughs> uh okay well hell yeah and so like, we'll take a look at your eldritch invocations so that we can get you all squared away but you know you have your talisman i'll send you the stats on that uh, and how that that gives you that d4 roll uh you can use it a number of times before your proficiency before you need to rest to use it again so you start off with two times you can use it and you'll gain more as you go um okay i think that is it for our warlock features i, I think we've built a fucking warlock here sadie wow Woo! Yeah. go us go team yeah you're great. You're, this is great. This is awesome. Um, do you have any yeah, questions about fun. your build stuff? Anything like that before we move on? Not yet. I think that my questions have been silly, like, oh, what does this dice shape mean? Um, or they've been good. Yeah, what does this, so. this, this shape mean? <laughs> okay. All right, well, now what it's does it time, mean when the though, dice has numbers the... on it. I love when people ask, like, that's my favorite one of your, your start out D&D player. It's like, what's a D6? It's like, that's just dice. It's just regular ass dice, yo. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, you I guess I never a, thought about You want a guy shooting <laughs> crap in the alley? Yeah. That's, that's the one that you get a uh, game okay, so here's... on, and then you, you'll win big. <laughs> Lady luck, come on. <laughs> Uh, so you get the standard, just like we have done the previous ones. You get to ask me two questions. The first question, uh, well, you don't, you can do them in any order. One question about the world of fantasy Chicago, the setting of this game. And then one about the office, like where you're going to be working. Previous questions from Meadow and Liz, who've already gone. Uh, Meadow asked about like, uh, 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 like queer culture in fantasy Chicago and also about, um, oh shit about, uh, 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 the the some the part of the shipping facility. Uh, it's, that details escaping me because now it's been four weeks. And then Liz asked me about uh, um, uh, popular consumer electronics within Fantasy Chicago, uh, the location of the um uh of the 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 place. And then we also talked about like the work you'd actually be doing around the office, like at this shipping job. So those have been covered. If you hit on anything that I've also already covered, I'll tell you. But uh, otherwise, um, ask away. Okay, I guess, and this is a very Demetra-motivated question uh, with the ambition shining through, but how is the company doing? Like, are they in the up and up right now? Is this is this a company that, is NPC Inc. struggling right now? Or like, what's their outlook? Where are they at in their sort of arc? Because I know that it it this is kind of a blast from the past and it obviously lasts longer, but I want to know, like, how are they doing right now as a company? That's a very good question. Uh, so uh, I will answer that question by saying that. Uh, so one of the key features, I think I mentioned it in a previous episode of this area of downtown is that this all kind of exists in the looming presence of a really tall building, the tallest building in the city. It's uh, called King's Tower, and it's named after a company called the uh, King's Company. Uh, uh, King's is a department store that sells things from, I don't know, everything from appliances to even houses. It's crazy how big this company is and how it can have its name branded on the tallest building in Chicago. Surely their fortunes are never going to change. Uh, the King Corporation purchased MPC Incorporated for the trade that they do, uh, vague as it purposefully is. 
Uh, and so things have never been better in MPC Incorporated. You don't know too much about the inner workings of King Corporation, but I mean, their stores are everywhere, right? Ooh. Okay. I like this answer. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so to you then, as a entry level employee, holy shit, <laughs> walking into the dream, baby. Right that that is Outlook high. That is just <laughs> okay. Awesome. Um, and then question about the actual. Ah, uh, Meadow asked how clean here. the offices were and learned about the cleaning surface in the office. Sorry, I decided uh, Meadow <laughs> reminded me of that in the chat, so I had to say that. Also, uh, Meadow, Meadow is you, uh, uh, seems offended that uh, we're not giving clerics their magic due. I just view it as a different kind of magic. Not that it's not <laughs> magical; it's just a holy magic. But Sadie's like got like that fucking spell. Faith bullshit, is you know? magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Righteous Faith gemstones versus rune-inscribed gemstones. <laughs> <laughs> We, HBO uh, should be picking question? this up because we're really referencing a lot of their stuff. Okay. Um, office question is... Oh, now, now um, Liz is trying to about... make the play that Paladin's a magic class. All right. <laughs> okay. Not today. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> this is coming from me, the guy who's like, oh, what are dice made of and can I eat it? Um, <laughs> my question I'm the magic the one. <laughs> Oh, I ate one. the magic of video. Um, I'll never answer this. I'll never ask the second question. Please don't choke um, on the podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. Office question. Is there like, is the culture in the office? Is it like people are hanging out after work? Is that, is that like something normal in the, in the scene? Is this kind of a, like, we, card we play hard situation or is it like oh, we all sort of just go home and we're exhausted by the day like how how are people feeling at the end of the day are they vibing that's that is a very uh <laughs> there's a revolution going on in the chat i must stop looking at it so i can focus on your question um uh uh, uh the uh, uh yes there is actually the a pretty open. vibrant <laughs> culture uh, there's there's a, a pretty vibrant culture in that some a lot of the workers do like to go out and commiserate after days of work. Uh, uh, it is kind of a uh, roll me a history check. <laughs> we just made the character. Okay. I know. I know. So you're gonna roll. Oh, I roll. I roll. So um, uh, uh, you do actually get a. <laughs> Winnow, but you also get a you get proficiency. This is one of the ones that you pick for proficiency. Uh, so you get you get a uh, plus five to it. Sorry, not five, plus four to it. You're right. Okay, well that's still an eight. I rolled really bad, Hobart. Oh shit, you did roll bad. Um. Uh. Okay. <laughs> so Demetra's here's what you know. Down. She doesn't know what's up. <laughs> Here's what you kind of learn it after you kind of go in for your uh uh um goddamn my brain's so fucked up I almost said audition interview <laughs> <laughs> uh uh after you go in for your interview you kind of hear a couple employees talking that there is a bar a lot of them like to go to um 
uh, called the Lair, which is down in this sort of industrial part of um, of Chicago uh, near the like the, you know West Side Chicago. Uh, and you get the idea with your kind of intuition that this is a place one has to earn to go to. That's all you know. Gotcha. I love that. The bar, the bar is rolling an intimidation check. Um, and it's winning. <laughs> and since you rolled an eight, you're not going <laughs> to do well. <laughs> no. <laughs> want to go to the weenie hut uh so maybe that's something that you can investigate more in your time but you're aware how i'll say that your character is aware that there is a bar where these people like to drink uh, the workers here at this uh at this facility and the other surrounding facilities uh, of different kinds uh uh that is but that unfortunately is all you know with that role um uh and um uh, I am also supposed to give you a character, but you didn't really ask anything about a place um, where I have a character written yet, which is very crafty of you. <laughs> you could just get. Uh, uh, just, so I'm I mean, going to. Give me a character. <laughs> uh, well, what I'm going to do is uh, since uh, we said you overheard coworkers talking about this, go ahead and roll me a perception check. Because you're going to get one of your co-workers uh, now that you asked about the bar. I'm going to use the, the website for this. Okay, that's much better than when I... <laughs> my real are, you, are you 16. betrayed by I'm your dice? I'm on D&D Beyond. I was like, we're yeah, I need to charge them in the light of an eclipse. <laughs> in, the sun, in the bright sunlight of day. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> 16 okay oh 16 is good enough that i'm going to say that you have a choice do you want to know someone to watch out for or someone to someone that you might like i want to i'm keeping the darkness flowing in this particular dm in the pm and i'm going to say i want to know who should i be on the lookout for Okay. Okay. Very cool. So, uh, 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 you notice is this, this, you sort of hear this conversation as your interview wraps up and you begin to head out. Can you kind of scope for a second that there are these, uh, uh, workers talking about this bar that's kind of exclusively for the working people in this area. And if you were to go there, perhaps you would find yourself, uh, 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 you wouldn't have a great time. Um, in particular, you notice something interesting about these, uh, 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 this is a group of, uh, uh, a group of younger people. They sort of like or appear about your age, but in a similar vibe, which is maybe why you kind of focus on them, but there's something a little, you know, edgier and darker about them. Uh, sort of a group of rough looking younger employees. Uh, their clothes are tattered and filthy. Like they sort of just wear like these clothes to work. Uh, they all seem to know each other very well. In fact, it seems like they're kind of all arrive and leave together. Um, uh, 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 you sort of get the idea just looking at them um that they might just do this job for beer money and might be in college and uh, in your head you start to think of them as the dirt bags uh uh the dirt bags in our dnd game <laughs> appear to you as a small gang of gnolls uh, sort of hyenas uh, uh, yeah so you now know about the dirt bags 
uh, some of the workers Dude, you might I'm encounter. I'm so glad that I got to learn about dirt baths. <laughs> I know, me too. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, I really liked your question about the bar. I, so I was, I decided I definitely wanted to give you that. Uh, uh, so, um, uh, 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 we're gonna, we're gonna, I guess, kind of put a pin in our conversation there, uh, after you sort of spot the dirt bags. Uh, but I think we now need to go back in time a little bit and do a quick, if you don't mind, job interview. Uh, you find yourself now in this room, this sort of whitish gray room. Uh, there's not a lot of features here, but it seems like every time it comes up and these in DM and the PM employee evaluations, there's a little more detail to it. Now you see you're sitting in this room, very just plain gray walls, almost like plain drywall. There's a desk where a figure sits. Their voice is very calming. And they have lots of little things on their desk and they've been talking now to some time, but in this moment you're sort of now officially paying attention because they say to you, okay, uh, Demetra, I, I have just a couple questions for you. If that's okay. Absolutely. Okay. Number one, what would you say are your goals at this job? Well, I'm looking for an environment where I can, uh, you know, show up and bring my my A game every day. I'm looking to learn as much uh, as I can and develop my professional skills and, and use that to better this company. Of course. Every day, you say? Well, yes. Unless I'm not <laughs> coming in on one of the days, then I'd probably stay home. What would you say is your biggest strength? This is the hardest question people ask me in interviews. <laughs> I can't keep that. Sorry, this Sadie's breaking on this one. <laughs> yeah. So, what's my greatest strength? It is because <laughs> I have so many. I have so many of them. I would have to say it's my commitment. Uh, when I start a task, I see it through to the end, and I. Come what may, whatever problems are thrown at me, I will finish the job. Except for on days when you're not working. No, I just assumed you weren't talking about those, but I actually do bring my A-game on the days that I'm not working, um, of which there are very few. What would you say is your biggest weakness? This is the second hardest question people ask me in <laughs> I'm cracking myself up, which I won't do on the recording. Yes, it's the second hardest question that they ask me in interviews because there are so few of the weaknesses. Um, I would have to say, and Demetra takes a like a, a long sip of water when she tries to think of a weakness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the figure sort of nods at you while you're drinking your water. <laughs> she finishes the the cup of water, which is not little cups of water it's like you know they gave her like a full-size glass yeah. she drinks the whole glass of water <laughs> the um, figure's nodding almost yes, as if to say chug 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay so she finishes the glass of water it's like well i have had the reputation at um a few of my other jobs as you know i don't always use up 
time off, paid time off, I don't use that up because I am so committed to coming into work. Um, I've also, this is not as important, but I have been told that there are times when I'm difficult to work with, but uh, people who made that report, uh, I believe in themselves, uh, had been written up several times for their own incompetence. So are you going to trust their word over mine? And she drinks another glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the figure remains silent watching you drink the water and then says, as you're wrapping up drinking, why did you leave your last job? I just didn't see the potential for growth in that environment. It wasn't something stimulating. Um, it doesn't have the same potential. Um, didn't have the same work uh, work culture as NPC Inc. does in terms of you know fostering the very best and growth uh, of their employees. Hmm. Interesting. Well, you'll see lots of potential for growth here. Last question: Where do you see yourself in five years? Well, maybe behind that desk. And she points at his desk. <laughs> and she's like, ha, ha, ha. It's a classic workplace joke. And uh, uh, the figure sort of leans forward and says, you don't strike me as someone who's interested in HR. But there's plenty of other <laughs> avenues for you to explore. Well, congratulations, Miss Kubrick. Welcome aboard. It is an honor. And she gives him the crispest freaking handshake that this guy's ever had. It's it feels like a uh, stack of and, money. Uh, that is it. <laughs> I'm so tempted to make you roll for it, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> this, is a, this is a, this is a, a, a rollless interlude. <laughs> roll for uh, uh, freaking you give the job. Uh, uh, oh man, that, this, this is so dope. Thank you so much for uh, hanging out with me tonight and creating this character, Sadie. Before we go, I have one more thing I want to do. And that is show off the character art for our previous employee evaluation character, Quinn. We have the artwork here by our very own uh, Brandon Kirkman, uh, who's been doing the artwork as we go. Uh, you got to see June Esmond last week. So now you get to see Gwyn, uh, Quinn Larkin. Whoa, popped up on the screen. Um, so this is how Quinn is going to appear as a human in the game. Uh, 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 just be, be aware that, that uh, Quinn uh, Larkin represents a, uh, a, a rock gnome paladin. So uh, uh, I fucking love the denim jacket with Quinn on. The, I mean, it's just like uh, Liz's description, uh, the poofy hair, the, the big grin. Uh, uh, it's, it's really dope. So uh, uh, Kirkman is doing a great job. Uh, so we have June and Quinn all done up next. We're going to be seeing artwork by uh, artwork of, uh, uh, of Demetra. And then finally, we're going to be introducing Kirkman's character. And then after that, folks, the campaign is going to begin. Uh, so we're just going to leave. Oh, oh, you have June and Quinn up. That's so fucking tight, Liz. Uh, okay, cool. So that is a great way to end our episode here. Uh, <laughs> looking at this great character work, uh, which is also going up on all of our social media, which I do recommend that everyone uh, uh, follow. If you are not yet following, uh, we're NPC Inc. on both Twitch, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, so follow us there. Uh, you can find out there on, about all of our shows, about some of the fun things we're doing, like our mandatory work outings. Um, 
the mandatory work outings, we have people vote on settings in which they want to see D&D one-shots, uh, and then whoever from the cast has put together a one-shot for that setting runs it. So it's a chance to see a lot of our player characters uh, do some DMing, and also some really wild, wacky adventures that we wouldn't be able to sustain for, I don't know, an entire season of a podcast. So our next one coming up uh, 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 <laughs> uh, is uh, going to be next Thursday on the 24th, and it's going to be actually the first one-shot we do with the full cast all together playing uh which i'm very excited for and uh they have requested and we're gonna have a pull up for the rest of the night and also into tomorrow i think it's gonna wrap up around six o'clock tomorrow uh for uh they wanted to fight a dragon uh i have been threatening to do a dragon lair one shot for a long time so we're gonna see how our characters work together and get to know each other fighting against uh one of the hardest monsters to fight in DD. so uh it's probably the biggest chance we've ever had for a full party kill that we might lose everybody uh i kind of wonder <laughs> hope that might be the case because <laughs> i'm a darn meanie as liz said in the chat <laughs> and the dc on the dragon's getting higher <laughs> uh but uh we're very excited <laughs> for that one and we're also going to have more dm and the pm coming up and some more fun things like uh um Maxwell's model minute with Brandon Kirkman. Uh, we might be doing some more live streams of different kinds coming up, some special longer form streams, uh, including one that Liz has been working on. Uh, and uh, we're very excited to continue to share our work with you. Uh, so we're excited. Now we've met both of our new cast members, which is really fucking cool. And we're very happy to have you on board, Sadie. And I'm really excited to meet Demetra. So. I am very happy to be here. <laughs> yeah thank you Holbert. uh so uh <laughs> thanks so much for tuning in tonight here on the twitch uh thanks again to liz for running this also thank you to machine culture they're the podcast network that sponsors our show uh uh and uh, recommend you checking out their website and all the other podcasts that they support such as podzuki chronicles of nania a uh, nanny uh, sort of resource podcast and an upcoming show called uh do we still like this uh, which is uh, by a friend of mine named Georgia Gov, and it is uh, her and a co-host talking about media they enjoyed when they were younger and seeing if they do still like it. Um, also, please make this a screenwriting podcast I do with Laura Petro is going to be coming back uh, next month as well. Uh, so tune in because we have a lot of fun things coming up. And uh, I think that that is a good time to wrap up. Yay. Thanks for tuning in to DM and the PM. I hope uh, if you're playing tabletop role-playing games in the upcoming weeks that you roll high or low depending on how you you know, you want the carriages to look out. <laughs> and with that, I say goodbye. Bye, everybody! This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. 